Welcome back, podcast listeners, for the fifth episode of Not To Be Technical, but officially our sixth episode out. And be rest assured, we have our dashing co-host, Gary Mann, back on the pod. No need to be scared or concerned. What's going on, guys? Sad, like Charlie and I were last week. And of course, Very we have scared. Charlie Schultz. Hello, so, everyone. Um, to kick us off, uh, Gary... Did you even listen to the podcast last week? Yeah, I did listen to the podcast. Um, and a couple things stood out to me. First of all, new intro song is a banger. So I think that's Ooh. that's gotten a lot of positive yeah, yeah, feedback, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. So I have to say, you guys actually bounced that off me initially. And I was like hesitant to it. But it I took me a couple hours, but I came around on that. So I'm in love with the new intro song. A couple other things. So I know you guys had a story about a boat and I was just wondering, you know, it seems like there was some debauchery going on on that boat. I was wondering uh, if there was right. anything, anything maybe not suitable, you know, for the podcast that was left out that might be interesting. So at Gary, least like a solid 80% of that was left out, like all, 80% at least. Yeah, Gary. So I, I think what was discussed most was this Uber ride that Novice and I were in uh, back in episode four. If you hadn't listened yet, listeners, uh, we were just talking about a, a company boat party uh, where I may or may not have been a little sauced up. And Novice can recount it better than I can, as I don't remember a portion of this day. Uh, but yes, Gary, to answer that question, uh, it is there is definitely a lot left out, things that will not be said on the podcast, things that oh, I wish were not said to the Uber driver, uh, to any coworkers that may be listening, my apologies if I said anything as well. But I, I think I was a hell of a good time, to be honest. I'm just going to tell you. like mm-hmm. I, I think I think I was you know funny. People were going to laugh. We're drinking. It was a good time. Do you remember Uber the topic of conversation with the Uber driver? Or were you just like talking his ear off about random oh, stuff? Talking his ear off. Until- so you weren't, let me ask you this, you weren't freestyle rapping to the Uber driver because that's something that I've done before. Yes, I was about to say, that's your job, Gary. And unfortunately, um, <laughs> you know, like you're that. not at our company. You'd be a, a hell of an accountant at our company. But, you know, we already had that position filled, not trying to you know, have uh, a coup yeah. or something here, you know. But, uh, but yeah, I would say. Uh, Pronounce coop. So, so that is true. The office I used to formerly call staging a coup, a coop, like a chicken coop, until we. Uh, Oh, learned God. that was wrong. Uh, much like Peace Corps in Peace Corps. Oh, my God. Which was something that we learned very recently that it's not corpse, even though it's spelled as corpse. It is Peace Corps. I said that in so, front of my sister, and she's like, are you an idiot? And I was like, oh, thank God. You at least corrected me <laughs> yeah. in, like, private. This didn't happen, you know, publicly. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. The, yeah and also Peace another Corps, another yeah. mis- common mispronunciation, John McAfee, also known as John McAfee, I believe, which was another part of the episode oh. last Did week. You- that stood uh, rip, out to rip me. John. Uh, by the way, rest in peace, R.I.P. Rest in peace, John. Yes. Yeah. So, what are you peace, saying? Mr. We pronounced McAfee. that wrong. Uh, well, I think you guys corrected yourselves later in the episode, but I uh, I always thought it was McAfee. We? I mean, maybe I'm wrong, I'm, but um, I'm pretty sure I gave a preface that we were not exactly sure how to pronounce his no, name. No, you did. Either. To be fair, right, you cool. did. But yeah, yeah, that was that was a little bit meandering, and um, oh. I think there was some information maybe that we left out about Mr. McAfee and his untimely demise. So I don't know if you guys wanted to circle back on that today. Oh, we're definitely going to circle back on that. But before we we just continue just recounting episode four, we are here at episode five, our sixth recorded episode. And just for the listeners, so you know what we got for you coming up here, we got oh, yeah. some of the latest news from the past week. 
We're really informing Gary for the past two weeks because he was not on the past last episode. He, we certainly needed him. He's already corrected us on a few things, as you've heard here. Uh, but our main topic is actually going to be password managers. Uh, I think a lot of people don't utilize them or, or maybe don't know about them, some of the options. So we'll get into that a little bit later in the episode. But yes, Gary, uh, we, we are going to circle back on a few topics from our last episode including uh, Mr. John McAfee, or however you would pronounce it. Uh, uh, our anonymous listener actually has provided some more uh, voice memo for us. He may even join us. I'm not positive. Whoa. We'll see if we can get him here. You know, his schedule is quite hectic. You know, we don't know what's going on with him. We don't even know his name. Uh, but but moving on I know here, his name. What, what's his name off this? Can we bleep it out? L- listener number one. Listener number one, anonymous listener number one. Uh, but important question here, Nafis, how the hell are you, dude? You know, it's uh, another extraordinary week in public accounting. Um, <laughs> you know, you already know what it is out here, you know, counting the monies, debits, credits. You feel me? Them spreadsheets are looking hot. We, we in the red up right last now, quarter. So. You've got all the all the lingo down, don't you? I've been practicing. Been studying. That's I'm impressed. I'm yeah, we didn't impressed. know if you would join today, so we needed a, a new accountant. So yeah, you know. you've been studying up. Yeah, well, Nafis, that's great. You know, I would say one thing uh, that's so obviously, you know, for anyone who hasn't listened to other episodes, um, you know, Gary is an accountant in his intro episode, which was episode two, I believe. He said that exact phrase there. But Nafis and I work together. I, th- I think and I so, said boring week in public accounting, but. Yeah, you, you did say boring yeah. week. That's correct, which which is absurd. I'm sure it's always exciting. Um, of course. You know, yeah. But office. So we work together. And one thing that you know, now that we're going back in the office again, something that little things around the office, right? So maybe stuff like in the kitchen, the office, like coffee machine. And oh, yeah. I was reminded. Talk, oh, the, well, the water cooler talk is one thing. We have lots of great water cooler talk. However, what I'm thinking about is actually the coffee etiquette. And just the coffee mug etiquette, to be specific, where we work now, this isn't an issue for me. Uh, you know, we have like, you know, the our own cups, things of that nature, like, you know, this recyclable, disposable ones. I remember at my last job, I, I remember this, and I want to get your take on this. I used to have this Miami heat mug that I would use all the time. I, I, I think I bought it on Amazon. I loved it. Nice big <laughs> mug, big heat logo on it. Like you already know what it is. I'm drinking coffee out of this bad boy every morning, getting caffeinated, doing my <laughs> yeah. marketing. I'm ready to go. Baby. I've never heard somebody so, so pumped up about a coffee mug, but I'm glad, I'm glad you're excited. Oh, Gary, I love this mug. I love this mug until the day I walked in there and I saw a former coworker of mine. Let's just call him uh, Mitchell. I don't know a Mitchell. I don't want to. I don't want to shame. I thought that was exactly person. his first I th- name. I thought you were going to just say. His I thought that was name, straight up his name. <laughs> his name might have been Michael, but anyway, what, what did Mitchell, Mitchell do? Mitchell, uh, I walk in there. He's drinking coffee right out of my heat coffee mug, uh, and I am not pleased to see this. And that was the day that I learned that some people take any mug that's at an office sink and they use it, and then they clean it and put it back. I did not know this. I thought people had their own mugs. They keep it in the area, buy the coffee, drink the coffee. And, you know, that's where you keep your mug. You wash it when you need to wash it. Obviously, you don't leave it in the sink, you know. But that's something I noticed at our office. I don't play those games no more. I learned my lesson with Mitchell. Uh, I just, you know, I'm never never doing that again. Never keeping my mug in the office. But what would you guys do here? Do do you guys approve of what Mitchell did? 
Is there an option for like disposable cups that you can use there in addition to the mugs? Yeah. I would imagine there is, right? So, so I wouldn't just go and grab any old mug. I feel like it's implied that that belongs to someone in the office and I would use the disposable one if I yeah. didn't have my own mug. So so Gary, you're absolutely right. It, the office and I are so fortunate that we have that option available to us we now at our job. We've per- got the disposable perks, and you know, yeah. we've got – We've got well, that's not as good for mugs. the environment, but it should no. be an option for those. But who they're don't recyclable. Have. They're like that paper, you know. Maybe. It looks a little that's like you know, recyclable, you know, whatever. Oh, but uh, but my last Once job, again, this is a real first world problem. <laughs> it is. But my last job is where this happened, Gary, where there were no disposable recyclable cups. So, it, what would you do in that situation? You, you, you're saying if you wouldn't do what so Mitchell did. For me, if there were, I mean, I'm a major coffee addict, so I would probably go ahead and use. The mug that looks the most generic, you know, if it's something yeah, that's really that's personalized, like a Miami Heat, I probably wouldn't. If it's, um, you know, I know my wife has a mug that says "You're so gorgeous" and it's like hot pink. That's one <laughs> that I probably would stay away from, uh, just out of respect. But if it's like a generic, like company mug, I would probably go for it. So yeah. I was very displeased. I let Mitchell know that, um, you know, I, I that that was my mug. And, you know, I don't even remember what he said, but it was like, it was like, oh, like, well, you know, well, you know, I thought this was, you know, like, whatever. Like, he had a different stance on it than me. So it was just a very weird, tense situation. I got out of there. An office, I feel like you're going to be like, hey, you didn't ask my opinion. And you're absolutely right. I haven't. I, I'm just about to move on. But do you have an opinion here? Uh, I mean, another not a strong one. Like, I think about Good. the coffee mugs I have at home. I, I actually recently bought some. Um they're just like all glass so you can see through them. Um, they're like, you know, double insulated, um, which honestly is not a, a great bet. They don't really hold in the heat that well. So I, I probably wouldn't recommend that to people. But, you know, as far as being in the office, I think Gary would probably choose that one because it's pretty unassuming. It's just, you know, a clear mug that you'd probably definitely. Pick, right. That's the one you'd be like, oh, yeah, this, you know, I think this one's OK. This doesn't seem super personal to anyone. And honestly, I probably wouldn't care, especially if it was Gary. I'd be like, Oh yeah, Gary, use that coffee. No, I'm mug good. I would, you. yeah, I would actually prefer that. But what if it was Mitchell? <laughs> if it was, um, if it was Mitchell, he's got to stay away from my mug, baby. That, that's that's all I'm you. trying to get out of here. No Mitchell. So I, I think the more exciting thing from our office and office and probably the office mug thing, which I just got reminded of. That's not that exciting. Is an email that was shared to us from a coworker at our current job. Uh, oh, yes. His name is Michael. Uh, Michael was comfortable with us sharing his first name. We want to give him a shout out. Michael has given us a, a couple different, some feedback for the podcast, some harsh feedback, uh, Harshest. Some good, good feedback. Uh, but this time what he shared with us was extremely interesting. He essentially got a, what I would call a phishing spam, like fake email that's pretending to be someone trying to blackmail him. Uh, so Nafis, I know you have this email here. Oh, Can you go ready. ahead and, and read this email? And, and just as a preface, like this email – Hold on, is I don't little, have it ready. He doesn't have it ready, but that's okay because I'm just explaining I'm ready. the email a little bit as a preface. Now he's ready. So that, that was a perfect segue in office. Some parts may be a little bit vulgar. So you know, if you are still listening and you don't like vulgar things or anything like that, you probably have found the wrong podcast. But here we go. This is the, uh, here's the email. Hi, Michael. Everything that interests me in life is money. The remuneration for the time lost on people with the same keenness. Oh my gosh, that's spelled like horribly wrong. There's like so many S's in that. Uh, this is one of the few opportunities of earning. 
it is possible to reason about what makes you jerking off for hours, but it's of little interest to me. Within 96 hours, I'll destroy your public image in the eyes of your loved ones. But everything is on you, Michael. I'm not going to waste your time. You will need it in order to implement my requests. My program grants me complete control over the device. Wait, device of a, uh, I think that means to say Mike, but it says Vic. Um, <laughs> like like short means, for Victor. Okay, yes. And the next thing says, by means of your camera, I have filled, uh, filmed your orgasm, which is spelled wrong as well. There's no G in no, there. No, stop this. Let me stop you right there. It's actually not wrong. The word here is onanism, O-N-A-N-I-S-M. And if you are to search that in Google, it is another word for masturbation. I oh, my God. So this is so just Michael, for the record, this is yeah. the first time I'm hearing any of this. Apparently, you guys both have it up in front of you, and uh, I do not. So this is all new to me. Uh, so yeah, this, this is a new correct, word Gary. Yes, yes, that, in, that, that's for an inside in, seek into the podcast. You're listeners. blowing my that's mind with happening. this, though. Yeah, th- in, that this word level of vocabulary. So Michael came into my office and we were talking about this, and he was like, yes, like, like, I don't know what that word is, but I assume it's something with like, you know, like that topic. And I'm like, that, there's no way. And I searched on Google. That's exactly what it is. Uh, but yeah, so the person say that they have filmed this happening on camera, right? Through his laptop and his mic. He's yeah. doing his thing at work, getting filmed. In 48 hours from the moment of reading this message, you transfer my remuneration to the indicated address. I will be informed when you open it in parentheses. Through RDP protocol, I downloaded all your contact data from your email. If you do what I want, all your blackmail material will be deleted, and you will never hear of me again. If you neglect me, I'm going to send this dirt to the addresses of your relatives and post it on the internet. Reach me or track me is impossible. On sending this message, I'm going to delete this email. What? Oh my God, this is so bad. My tip for you... Don't access unsavory websites. So before I continue, for our listeners, um, there's one, there's terrible grammar. And then weirdly, like within all of it, they just start spelling certain things wrong. Like you is spelled just you, but it wasn't spelled like that the whole way across. Like some words are spelled well and some words aren't. I've definitely gotten an email like this in the past and it was much better written. Like this is definitely like someone who like, copied the same like format and then just did it way worse yeah and so a a few other things to keep in mind here so one uh this email is from someone named shannon um which is a very intimidating name to blackmail someone with such intimate video recordings also the tip from shannon was was your first from someone named shannon is that is that true Yeah. yeah oh wow how old were you then This is pretty personal. My God. Wow. Okay. Well, well, now we get some blackmail on you and Shannon. But Uh the tip Shannon provided at the end of that email, uh, which was for Michael, don't access unsavory websites. I would argue that in this scenario that Shannon has created, he was actually accessing savory websites. Otherwise, this really wouldn't make sense. What is he doing? What would be an example of a savory website? What? Novice, I'll leave that to you. I know there's some pay-per-view ones you, you keep bookmarked. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, You already know. I got them bookmarked. Anyway, bookmarked. this is this is this is uh this is pretty funny because I actually got 
an exact email like this, but not directly to me. It was actually to someone in my firm. And we have a couple of IT people that are tasked with overseeing wow, the you call them IT people. Yeah. Up, they don't even have they're names I, or they're not real people. They're just yeah, like collectively in, wanted. In your company, I know it's like everyone's tech and then you have like, oh, those are the accounting people. But, you know, for me, it's it's kind of the opposite. So the tech people are the, are in the minority. But anyway, so they're tasked with overseeing the cybersecurity. So they're always reminding us not to click on random stuff. And they actually sent out an email just like this out to the, the entire firm. And like all staff, like an all staff listserv. Yes. Yeah. Was it so BCC'd or no? Uh, was it BCC'd? Well, it, if it it's had not, everyone on it. Why would it not? Why would it need to be? No, I mean, I could see that it was everybody on it. Oh my God. I guess dude, that's, that's a so bad. Yeah. yeah. So basically that's it was like, test. it was actually, a, I think a little more explicit than this one. It was like, I love the one where you come twice and one, and like one shot gets in your eye or something like that. Ooh. Oh my god! It was never rescinded or anything, which was hilarious. So it was just like, did yeah, these IT is... people draft this themselves, or did they find a template? Uh, I'm not sure about that, but it was sent out nonetheless, and it was never recalled or however you like, you know, unsend an email. I know there's like a way to do that. I think, but um, yeah. So it sounds like public accounting may not be that boring. Yeah, it sounds like an extraordinary day. Yeah. If that's like if that's like the highlight, then that doesn't say much about it, to be honest with you. Well, one other thing with this email we didn't cover yet in office is the attachment, which is a text file. And, and the whole point that Shannon is, is trying to get out of here. So Shannon is preying on the fear that Michael wouldn't want these, you know, expressed videos that she's making up uh, sent to friends and family, colleagues, coworkers, you know, uh, religious, you know, figures in the community, um, people that work at his local grocery store, like everyone's going to get this, right? So what Shannon is preying on is that fear. And what Shannon's asking for is cryptocurrency. And not just any cryptocurrency, not Bitcoin, not Dogecoin, not Ethereum, Litecoin, uh, sent to the specific address in the text file oh, it's yeah, attached for the amount of $1,100 in whatever the current going rate is in Litecoin, right? So... That's essentially what Shannon's doing here, sending out this email in mass, putting in someone's name, hoping some idiot sends this stuff. I wonder what like the conversion rate uh, is on this, like how much Litecoin Shannon's racked up here. You know, I, I've seen, again, like a, an email like this, and it was, again, much yeah. better drafted. And I think that one like could work. You know, like this one, it seems like they're trying their best to use some big words. So I don't believe in it. I, I think this one, this one is. So do you guys think you guys think, think we could we could draft one and make some Litecoin? I, I do uh, I actually, think, Gary. I, I actually, think if I we think were we I don't advocate for illegal activities, though. By the way, no, I also I, I will not be doing this, but I think we could do a hell of a job. We could write the best. Copy. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. You, you'll you'll figure out what to do with the Litecoin. I'll write the copy. Nopis will just I don't know. We'll put his name on it, and that'll be it. <laughs> It'll be my email, my personal Gmail, <laughs> your personal Gmail. You'll put your LinkedIn for reference just to make it really you know really professional yeah. and authentic. But yeah. Wow. I'm surprised you had a story from your company, Gary. I, I did not expect that. But yeah, I, I'd say let's move on from what's going on with our company here into some of the news that's going on uh, around here. So. I think one of the first things uh, that we were interested in is actually the Nintendo Switch. 
Uh, the Nintendo uh, yeah. Switch, a lot of people have been waiting for a brand new one to be released. A lot of people speculated it would be a pro version of the Nintendo Switch console. And for anyone that doesn't have a Nintendo Switch, the Nintendo Switch uh, is not as powerful as like a PlayStation or an Xbox. It's handheld like a Game Boy used to be with you know much you know much more modern and, and like a nice touchscreen on it. But it can also be plugged into your TV and you can play it just like a regular video game console. So everyone's been waiting for an update to the original version. That update came everyone. today. It, everyone's been waiting. Gary's been waiting. Novice has been waiting. Um, Honestly, I've been, been waiting. I've been sort of on the edge of my seat for this. Um, yeah, and everyone's been very disappointed that's been on the edge of their seat. There was not a pro announced. They just updated the screen to make it a little bit nicer. I think the internal storage is a little bit better. Is there even anything else, Novice, that's good with this? Oh, how could you forget about the new kickstand that's bigger and can get to all these different angles? Oh, I did and I forget think, about that. And like, I think there's like better audio quality. It honestly, oh, oh and yeah. I think it, it comes in a white version this time versus, you know, there's a white and black version, yeah. whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone uh, hates I, it. Yeah. It's yeah. $50 I, I, more. I, there was a lot of leaks and stuff. Like if you're like following it, if you looked up all the specs, uh, yeah. I think, you know, people were expecting like increases to, uh, so, you know, it's a technology device. So like increases to like the sort of the CPU power or maybe graphics. So the mm-hmm. screen is nicer. It's an OLED screen. Um, so it's definitely better than the previous model. Um, but what was also speculated is that it would somehow output 4K. Um, I won't lie. I was definitely very skeptical the first time I read it. But since I read it so many times that I was like, oh, wow, they might be able to figure out a way to like upscale these graphics when you have it you know, plugged into the TV. It wouldn't be the same thing when you have it in your hands. But um, definitely not the case. Um, and it's also $100 more, which is also kind of ridiculous. I'm like, whatever, it's barely upgraded. Like you've got some built-in storage, some better sound, which honestly, I don't think that many people care about. And um, I don't even know if it does this. The, the previous one was frustrating that it didn't have like Bluetooth where you could like use AirPods or something to use with it. I'm assuming yeah. this is probably the same. I don't know the actual real stuff. So feel free to fact check me. But if you were to ask me if I'm going to get it, I'm 100% going to get it. So me personally, I just fall into the category of I actually kind of broke my switch. Um, it works. I can plug it into the TV, but I broke the screen. So I can't like use it in handheld mode. Um, so what I and plan on doing is the screen, you mean that you left it on top of your car while it rained overnight, just to clarify, <laughs> right? That is exactly what happened. Uh, it was yeah, a stressful night. Mistake. Yeah. You know, you know so in office, how much do you want for that? Oh, uh, are, are, are you, are you trying to bid on this? I don't, I'm trying to bid on this. Yes. I don't Very... have a switch. I feel like if I were to have one, I would use it more so on the TV than the touchscreen anyway. You know, Gary, I think you would be the perfect person to sell it to, but I'm no. going to be honest with you. It's not for sale. Uh, oh, I'm going to be giving news. it away to my sister. Oh, that's oh, wow. too bad. But Breaking I understand. News. If your Breaking sister listens news. to the podcast, she's going to be very pleased. But I also was going to be very upset if you were able to do that because Gary is my go-to for selling old tech to when I'm upgrading. <laughs> that's right. Uh, my favorite customer uh, when it comes to Apple Watches you know, I got Gary in the Apple ecosystem, you know, Apple workouts, you know, tracking everything. And how did I do that? I sold him my Apple Watch Series 2. Oh, my uh, God. I upgraded to the, I think, the Series 6 at that time. I think I sold by they went straight from, five. They went straight from 3 to, oh, there's a 5? 
I think when I look five. when I look for new ones now, it just goes from three to six. Like, and then there's an SE or something like that. That is correct. So it, it did jump there, but what's happened since is I, I think I've sold it to someone else because I already sold you that version. I think you've upgraded yourself. But what I was thinking, if the Nintendo Switch was actually going to be uh, something prolific, this update. I would actually sell it to you again and upgrade. I'm not sure if I'm going to do that now, but I may still do it. So in office, don't even think about it. Gary, keep that offer in mind. I've really sold you hard on this, but I'm you're my friend. Sell sell it old tech too. Just keep me updated. It's, it's not that big of a yeah. deal. Okay, whatever. Well, I was excited about it. But real quickly, I, I do want to – I'm sorry if you had more thoughts on this, novice, but I'm just moving on. So real quickly, I, okay. I do want to uh, – touch on a topic from our last episode we talked about it and once again rest in peace to to john mcafee um you know we we, we right guys i mean r.i.p um you know we, we talked RIP, about it on our last episode he's the founder of the security software everyone loves those pop-ups um and i think we weren't informed as informed as we should have been when we discussed this uh previously uh you know we've had numerous people complain uh that you know so there was many. a uh, you know, we, there was a so documentary we should have watched. Yeah, documentary we should have watched. Uh, he did a lot of bad things. So, you know, it's, you know, we, so we, we, yeah, whatever. He was a naughty guy. Um, but we did get a voice memo again um, from our anonymous listener, uh, which I'm going to play for you guys now. Super, super disappointed I didn't get the um, <laughs> call off the bench to replace Gary. Uh, just Gary's so busy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, I mean, I feel like the universe is finally in balance. My voice is on the podcast. Gary's is missing. Everything is right with the world. Yeah, I could have really added a lot with this John McAfee talk. Because you guys didn't even scratch the surface of him. So I'm going to say everything that here is allegedly. He, I think I think he's in jail. <laughs> tax evasion or something but it, hey, I said that on it. I mean, he tried to like murder people in like a foreign country and then he would hire these like you know poor women <laughs> to come in and like sit on a hammock and shit like shit in their mouth and have them eat it no <laughs> they would shit in his mouth and he would eat it oh <laughs> So, That's better. Very good. Very good. Virus, man. Who knows what kind of viruses he had from eating poop? But that, according that's a to Zinger, uh, dude. Dr. Drew, I guess. Wait, who the hell is Doctor Drew? You could, eat, you could eat your poop. Yeah. What a. It's not recommended, but it won't kill you. What a segue to Doctor Drew. Uh, yeah, allegedly. So. <laughs> Well, that was from our anonymous listener. You needed that last allegedly um, just to cover yourself there. Yeah, the allegedly. But I am actually very pleased that our anonymous listener is actually able to join us live right now on the podcast. Even hey, though podcasts are not released so live. So anonymous listener, would you like to introduce yourself anonymously to everyone? Hello, this is the anonymous listener, and I'm anonymous. I, I would like to remain that way. Um, it's for the greater good. Great introduction, anonymous. I love listener. the voice. I love thank, his voice. Thank yeah. Thank you. Thank so you. So buttery smooth. It is very I'm, buttery smooth. I I was as soon as you guys texted me, I was gargling salt water. Um, 
you know, I washed down that Trader Joe's uh, chicken real quick for you guys. Ooh, very nice. So, so we're glad to have you here. Throat, gargling some salt water. Yeah, with lots of gargling, uh, clearing the old TJ's chicken right out of the throat. Well, oh, this, nice. this is thrilling, thrilling information. I, I would say what we really want to have you on for is to expand a little bit on, uh, you know, Mr. John McAfee. Um, so you said you've you've seen the documentary. Obviously, there are some things that occurred uh, that might have been a, a little uh, messy in his life. Uh, so I'd like to just get a little bit more here. What what we didn't cover. Uh, what what we should have covered on the podcast, and also just your general thoughts on Mr. John himself, you know, RIP, of course. Well, I would like to say again, everything is allegedly. I I probably watched this sued on, here. <laughs> no, I would like to protect the uh, not to be technical brand here. Um, oh, thank you so much. And you know, the fun thing about it is, I probably watched this documentary like four years ago, so it's really just me going. You know, the country, I think he was in Belize. I don't know. But he was taking these poor <laughs> women off the street. These poverty-stricken women who are just desperate to earn a dollar from this rich American man. And they said that they had him sit in a hammock. A hammock? That's a, a hammock. That's the way they they hummock. said he sat in the hammock. Uh, and, uh, I, I, I have a hammock. I don't know. I like to imagine finish the story. Sorry. I like to imagine it was one of those those hammocks with lots of holes in them, like a very <laughs> like a very net, like very an airy one, like the air yes. flows through, and you're just you're relaxing by the beach. Yes, big enough for a hole to fit through, and uh, <laughs> and I think he was there evading evading tax issues in the U.S., but um, he ran into some beef with with some neighbors, I believe, and he was trying to. He was trying to murder some neighbors. Um, he had like he had like hit squads for hire for you know he hired locals to go and uh, you know rough up neighbors and intimidate them. And he was a certified piece of shit. And he, I think he believe, I think he tried running for president as well. I think that's that correct. Right? Yeah, like I 20, think that's right. Twenty sixteen in Belize or whatever. No, in the United States of America. Really. Wow. I, I think he got like a certain point. he got like five percent of the vote for the Libertarian Party. He was trying to be their um their candidate. You know, I Honestly, highly that's a good portion for someone who's yeah. crazy. I think well, don't quote me on that. Well he's I'm known for good security. That was, right? That's allegedly. just allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly, well, yes. I would I would like to say that allegedly libertarians like to um you know, they're really into like dating teenagers and um <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I don't mean to alienate any not to be technical libertarians. I'm just saying, um, but yeah, you guys, should, I highly recommend this documentary. Um, it doesn't deal a lot with tech. It just deals with people pooping into this. Do, man's do you remember what it's, oh, do you remember wow. what it's called or what platform it was on? I don't, I, I think it was on Netflix, I believe. So if you got the old, the old, Google. There's, there's probably not, there's probably not that many, but John McAfee documentaries, in. right? So you probably just search and you can find what, did it. Did you say something about your uncle there in the office? I yeah, I use his login for Netflix. Got <laughs> okay, my profile. Guys. Been doing that for years, baby. I believe it's called Gringo, The Dangerous Life of John McAfee. Ooh, that sounds good. That's definitely That's it. it. That's going on my list then. So wow. he's definitely a foreigner. He's the gringo. 
and um, he's taking advantage of poverty-stricken citizens. What a crazy That's incredible. guy! Wow. Was there anything else from the documentary that stuck out that you remember? Uh, no. I mean, I like, know he liked <laughs> he liked he liked orgies or something like that. I. I I do not remember. It was this is allegedly four years ago. Put it on the spot here. <laughs> yeah, chill out, Gary. I've Sorry. watched. Sorry. Yeah, I've I've watched too many hours of other content in four years. My brain is is warped. That makes sense. I I cannot forget poop eating. <laughs> Did they show it? That seems reasonable. I yeah, wish they showed would it. I would, oh I'd God! Pay, if they showed it, I would pay extra for Netflix. <laughs> Oh, oh, well, good well to my know. man, uh, there's a thing called pay-per-view is, porn. See, this is always this is always the funny thing, though, is that because I remember this anonymous listener was always he always had sort of a morbid curiosity about things like gross things on the internet. And I remember back yes. when I don't know if you guys have heard of Live Leak, but that was a thing back in the day where they would have like <laughs> basically people dying. Like it was, it was like the watch people die <laughs> subreddit, which has since been banned, I think. But, oh my God. It's yeah. And I'm not judging it's you allowed. by the way. I, I clicked, if there's, if there's a video of somebody dying, like I, you know, it's hard not to click on it, honestly. Like it is that morbid curiosity, but I don't know. Um, that's probably uh, I haven't had that problem as much. Um, but again, I, mean, I, I don't go re- and seek it out, but. You know, this this like brought me back to like when I was in middle school and like I feel like, I don't know, the Internet was not as well moderated. And, you know, in in my space, there was like bulletins and like someone posted this bulletin and I clicked this link and it was just it was just this terrible like blog about like people getting murdered and like animals being skinned and like food production. Plan. It, oh, it was God. just like a mix of all the worst things you'd never want to see. Well, so, some of them aren't so bad. It'll be like a person's, you know, someone someone died, someone died, but it'll be like, you know, some guy was standing at the bottom of this giant cavernous like concrete place, and then like the dam broke and the water came and crushed him. No, I mean like the pressure of the That's water obviously bad. crushed him. But you don't see you anything. don't see gore. Yeah, yeah. You just see someone like disappear. Almost a little more creepy. I feel like. Yeah, it's I, almost like watching uh, someone's last moments. It's kind of creepy. Okay, but um, yeah, I it 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 has nothing on stuff I've seen on 4chan lurking on you know random oh back in the day. Are you a deep web browser, anonymous listener? Um, not so much anymore. I used to lurk <laughs> random. I I never I never once posted on random, but I used to lurk random, and I've seen seen read some 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 awful things on on random can you, can you wow. give some more information on this i have very I've, little info on the dark web as far as like being actually on like a tor browser which is something so what you is can what is random dark is that is that four chance like, just like anything it, goes it, I, think, I believe it's 4chan B. I think if you click on B, that's random. So I think we're talking about two different things here. So 4chan yeah, I got is it, it, for anyone listening that doesn't know what 4chan is. Uh, good. Uh, you you should not yeah, you should there. not go on there. It, there's random weird stuff. Don't don't do it. Um, but the deep web in Tor is a completely different thing. That's like next level. Like that's where there used to be this company called Silk Road that was on there that would literally sell drugs online like illegal substances and they would ship them places 
yeah, for Bitcoin before Bitcoin, you know, was as big as it is today, but it was still anonymous in terms of being able to so buy and had, sell things. If I had done drugs and was trying to get some from Silk Road back in the day, I may be a Bitcoin millionaire today. I That's right. If you boat. just had a little bit, yeah. Your so do, so do drugs, kids. Yeah. So just a little ketamine. <laughs> just a little ketamine, and now you'd be a millionaire. But but yeah, so the dark web in Tor is how you would access that. It was a completely anonymous layer, almost like what we talked about VPNs, but next level. Like so, well, people that are into shady stuff use it. I think. Are, I, I think anonymous <laughs> listener. I'm his listener. Anonymous I'll have listener. I'll out his name here. Uh, the anonymous <laughs> listener might have been uh, confusing 4chan with the dark web there, but that's okay. I'm glad. You no, no, I wasn't. Oh, no, I, no. 4chan <laughs> had lots of lots of. I mean, it's ma- mostly people calling each other racial slurs, uh, trying to offend people with with awful images of things. Yeah. Um, yes, I'm a like familiar with this. Yeah, like uh, innocent creatures. Being smushed. I, I'm gonna need to take a yeah. shower after this. Yeah, yeah. It, it just had lots of dark things and people requesting awful things for, of other for those just... for those who are wondering. I I I think you might be thinking right now that anonymous listener number one here is a very dark person, but I'm here to tell you that that is not not the case. He's actually a, a wonderful person in front, yes. very bubbly, the uh, sweetest like, man, the sweetest Thanks. man. Uh, Thanks. I'm not woman. completely depressed. I'm just, I'm just curious. I just, if it's out there, I have to see it. If that makes sense. It sounds like if you, so it sounds like you would be a good candidate to get McAfee security on your computer with the type of stuff that you are accessing. Is that correct? Like you want to protect yourself as you're doing these things? I mean, I probably should. I definitely got a few viruses in my day, but I. <laughs> As you guys said before, Same I just here, dude. I've, I, I view that as bloatware. I feel like once I download it, it pops up all the time. Yeah. It doesn't actually do anything. But like Adobe, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'd have to say, uh, anonymous listener number one, that was extremely insightful. Uh, we got a little bit more into uh, John R.I.P. once again. Um, but yeah, you know, obviously, were you going to say something? No, not at all. I thought you were going to say RIP. I was kind of giving you oh, a little bit. All right. Thank should, you. Should, should he rest in peace? I mean, he seemed like a pretty bad person. I'm just saying. I'm kind, I'm kind of yeah, saying. I'm going to reserve it, my RIP. I, I'm kind of saying it's, it, you know, with a little bit of, uh, I don't know what the right word is. It's not a cheek. genuine tongue in cheek. Um, you you know, know, myself, I'm, I'm saying it out of respect. You know, I don't know if any of these alleged claims are true. He could be. You know, very nice, compassionate yeah. man. Who knows? Uh, um, let's not go too far there. You know, I'm just saying RIP, dude. You're right. You're right. I'm it could, that could mean rot in peace. Well, anyways, oh, let's move dark. on from this um, very quickly. Uh, anonymous listener, do you want to stay on for the rest of the episode or do you want to get the hell out of here? Yeah, uh, no, I'll, I'll, st- I'll stay around. I'll, be, um, I'll let you guys do your thing and I'll pop in if I got some good stuff. Oh, hell yes. yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. All right. So make so my are... workload easier. All right. I'm well, sure you know, I'm going to hop into the next topic here. So um, if you're not aware, Jeff Bezos has now stepped down from being the CEO of Amazon. And at least to me, what I think is funny is he stepped down on July 5th. So, uh, you know, what would be a normally a holiday off for most people. It is the first day for his new successor, uh, I don't know his last name, so I don't know if Charlie, you can remind me, but it's his first name's Andy. 
I have no idea what his name is, man. Oh, shoot. Well, <laughs> fuck it. Um, first name Andy, last name whatever. Greatest. Oh, oh okay. yes. Drake. Um, I love it. I love music. I love hip hop. Um, but moving along, um, his successor, Andy, um, you know, what, you know, he started off, uh, or at least one of the things I know he pioneered is, uh, Amazon web services. I don't know if you use that, but it is huge. And I think it accounts for 60% of Amazon's operating profits. Uh, feel free to fact check me. Um, Amazon web services, at least to me, Great service. It, it is robust. And for me, I use it to remote into a virtual environment. So what that means is I could be basically on any device. If you've got the app for it, it could be my iPhone, it could be my iPad, whatever it is, I can remote in to a virtual environment that has all the resources I need to do work or whatever it is that I'm looking to do. So, yeah, and I would just add that AWS, that's a very specific example. AWS powers a lot of different things online, exactly. it hosts a lot of different applications, websites, things online, et cetera. It powers a lot Tons of things of just things. To, to kind of dumb it down a little bit. Uh, so, it's yes. a huge part of their business and they've really excelled there. So, so you're saying this Andy character headed that. Now he's filling Jeff Bezos' shoes. What is Jeff Bezos up to now? Well, Jeff Bezos is ready to vibe, my man. He's ready to go to outer space, do his thing. I think he bought a $500 million yacht. I'm going to be out there with him on the boat. You already know. He might invite you, too, after hearing the podcast and knowing how much fun you are on the boat. Yeah, I mean, hopefully he I, he may be a not-to-be-technical listener. I, I would have to imagine he is, uh, you know, old Jeff. It would be know, hard to imagine he's not, to be honest. You know, he, I know he, he owns the Washington Post, but why would you even need to listen to that or, or look at the news on Washington Post? Who cares? He got us. Do you guys think it's a coincidence at all that uh, right before my man Jeff Bezos goes to space that he uh, appoints a successor? Is he... Is he planning on you know rip in himself well, I mean, what's going on here I'm wait- wow that was pretty deep um it wasn't that deep dude <laughs> i mean i don't know why i just immediately thought like you know he just like you know i, I didn't think about him rip just like never coming back somehow but just being like an alien unzips his you know human skin and just you know staying out and Mars or whatever, but I don't think so, honestly, uh, anonymous listener. He is about to live the best single life you could at his age. My man's a single. He's got the monies. He's got, I I was going to say no obligations, but I'm sure he's got obligations. But I mean, he he doesn't have to be day in and day out in the office anymore. He can do whatever he wants. In office, would you rather be Jeff Bezos or yourself, be honest? I mean, it's a lot of pressure. You don't want to be Jeff Bezos. At what age, though? At current age or like at Nafis's age now? Let's even say current age. You give up however many years. Nafis is a young, beautiful man. So you give up however many years. The difference is yeah. maybe Jeff. Um, so I give up those years. I mean, like, do I get his brain? Am I like just like in his life? And I'm like, oh, shit, I don't even know. It's on my calendar. And like, oh, you know, it's on your calendar. Uh, You're going to space. You want to be Jeff Bezos shot in office? Don't deflect. Um, I'll do it. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm in there. You know, worst case scenario, I just, you know, clear my calendar. Wow. I'm like, hey, guys, I'm scared of space. You know, I'm scared. But I I I would not make that trade. I would not make that trade. Oh, hell no. I'm not making that. This might not not to be not to be philosophical here, but the most valuable asset any of us have is time. Am I right? Yes. You're right, Gary. 
Yeah, not um, why the hell are you making that decision? What's wrong with bro, you? You uh, don't want to see your family anymore? You don't want to yeah, have about us? Messed the, up. The podcast. You got a new puppy. Peace out, fam. I'm out of here. Peace yeah. out, Charlie. Peace out, Gary. Anonymous listener, you're coming with me. We're going to the top. He, he ain't going. There's no anonymous listener. We're vibing. Do I go to space with Dude, you? Dude, one billion for my anonymous listener. Easy. Do I go to space with you? Um, I don't know how many seats there are, but I, I can make something work. I can make Squeeze something me work. Is it Squeeze crazy that out. I have no interest in going to space? I feel the same way. I don't want to. And that's okay. why I'm leaving you behind, Gary. All right, well, Gary and I will be chill, yeah. straight chilling down here. You go up to space as Jeff Bezos with however many years left you have. I mean, you know, I, I did read something, too, that, like, the military was testing some anti-aging like aging, like medicine recently. I don't have any more details, so this is allegedly. I Very saw it was good. a headline actually on LinkedIn. Like, they're trending stories, and oh, I was going to well. look into it, and I have it, and now I'm speaking to it like I have. So maybe Jeff Bezos got a little bit of that, a little early dose, you know what I'm saying? Like. Like yo, yo, Joey B, Joey Biden, give me a little dose. That would truly be that would truly be hell, though. If you had immortality, I feel like that's even worse than mortality. I'd have to agree. That's pretty deep there, Gary. But I I would certainly not that this would necessarily make you immortal. But I wouldn't doubt that that's what he's going for. All right. Well, Uh, I think leaving you losers behind. Me myself as Jeff Bezos going to the moon, coming back. Hanging out with my boy, anonymous listener. You already know what it is. We're going to be on my $500 million yacht. We're going to be philanthropists together. You guys have a good time. Have a good time. I'm a a little hurt, though, that you would just drop all of this just on a dime like that. It doesn't mean I wouldn't do the podcast still. Chill out, Gary. Oh, oh, so we'd have Jeff Bezos on the podcast. That, (laughs) That would certainly, you know what? Actually, please go ahead and do that. I think that'll certainly help with our listeners. Um, I don't know the libertarians might wow, still be a little upset with me. what's happened earlier in the episode, but with Jeff Bezos, I think we could overcome that. Uh, but I just want to move on from Jeff. He gets enough tension. Uh, there's another person that his name also, his first name begins with four letters that starts with J. And of course, this is the perfect segue. I'm talking about Joey Chestnut, baby. And the reason I oh, want yeah, to bring I him up, Fourth of July just happened. This guy is a legend. He's eating hot dogs left and right all around him. He's won 14 years in a row, I, I believe. So I, I know the anonymous listener. I was getting text messages live from the anonymous listener regarding Joey Chestnut's uh, whereabouts, his his doings. Uh, so so tell me a little bit more about this anonymous listener. Uh, how, how did you think about Joey Chestnut uh, past couple of days here? Were you impressed? How was it? Well, the glizzy gobbler didn't disappoint uh the only thing that did disappoint i got it you know i really have to start it off by calling out espn i don't know what was happening i don't know if it was so hot on coney island they're not to be technical maybe their maybe their wires were melting out there I'm not, I'm not sure what was happening but they dropped their feet about three times and i probably missed hot dog 54 through 76 being chowed down and uh it was beautiful. It, it's it's really something to watch watch him open up his his big agape mouth and swallow those glizzies. And it it's actually kind of it's it's gross. It's like watching all the fluid run down their their elbows. If you look at their elbows, there's just like hot dog water flowing down their elbows and it's it's one of the most disgusting things that could be shown on TV. But 
Does he like you know do the thing where he like dips the bun in the water to like soak it and then like swallow? You have to do that. You have to that that that's top strat in the hot dog eating contest. Um, If you don't do it, you're out. If if you don't do it, you're probably not even gonna. I mean, I guess you wouldn't even cross fifty. And the thing is, is that he eats the hot dog separate first. So he'll take like two hot dogs, chow them down, and then he'll chow down the buns separately and i don't quite understand that strategy that's a lot of bread but it, it it's a beautiful thing to watch i love it americana uh, i can't think of a better way to spin noon I, on the i think i actually remember uh the first person to use that method of dipping their buns in the water i think it was kobayashi i don't know if you guys remember him yes he was, yes he was the one before chestnut who was like dominating it and then chestnut came along and just like took the crown but i remember the first time seeing kobayashi it was on this random tv show like in the early 2000s i think it was called like man versus beast or something like that and they would do competitions of like they would have like a track runner do like a hundred meter race against like a cheetah they would give like the track runner like a head start a little bit or whatever but still they would do like all these competitions of a man versus an animal and i remember that one of them was a hot dog eating contest between kobayashi like and a like bear. a grizzly bear. Yeah, it was like a grizzly oh bear. God. So Kobayashi oh was doing his thing where he like dipped the buns and he got through like 50 hot dogs or something. And the bear was just like standing around for five minutes and then just like shoved like all the like 100 <laughs> hot dogs in its mouth all at once. <laughs> so I still remember that to this day. But yeah, congrats. I think we yeah. need to start having the conversation about Joey Chestnut being the greatest athlete maybe we've ever seen. I think we can end the conversation now. I think he is the greatest athlete we've ever seen. Agreed. And- that's it. Yeah. Up, but, uh, but before we move on, there was the inaugural chug event that I feel like most people didn't pay attention to. But this <laughs> giant man, I believe his me. name is Eric Booker. Definitely Eric me. Eric Badlands Booker. He chugged a gallon of lemonade in like under a minute. And I I thought that was the most <laughs> I, I, that's one of the, and he's did any, he, was anyone else doing it or it was just like just, little, like like it a was just like room. it was just like him against oh one other God. person <laughs> it was like <laughs> and he he's he's like he's a big huge guy and the other guy was just like skinny so it was kind of a funny juxtaposition next to each other but i really enjoyed watching them chug the lemonade and i hope that's something that they uh widen the competition one thing one thing i want to know is i want to know how many hot dogs chestnut could truly eat because i feel like he's intentionally just beating his record by like one dog every year i want to know like if he really pushes himself because like he's only he's just competing against himself at this point like can he get to a hundred like how high can he get how how old is this joey i think he's like in his 30s or something maybe late 30s He's here for Early a good, 40s? not a long time, maybe with all that sodium. I, I think I like read some stat. It was like 50,000 milligrams <sighs> of sodium. His body can be preserved till like the year 3057 or something. Who knows? I, I think the other thing that I'm surprised, anonymous listener number one, that you did not bring up here, you first used the term glizzy, I would estimate maybe six or seven months ago while we were playing on our PS5s with Gary. Um, and Gary and I were like, what the hell are you talking about? And you quickly jumped on us and said that you guys act like, you know, the internet and you like know this and that, and, and you don't even know what a glizzy is. And, and I've seen the I've, hottest I've, meme of summer 2020. Yeah. 2020 hottest meme, uh, was glizzies. I, I just, uh, 
are, have we redeemed ourselves at all? I mean, we've started a podcast since. You need an anonymous you know, we, listener earlier. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll edit out the name. Uh, anonymous listener. Um, you know, have we redeemed ourselves at all by starting this podcast? You know, do you think we are savvy? Do we know what's going on, or is the glizzy thing too hard to overcome? Well, you know, and you guys have this podcast not to be technical. I feel like you guys are logged on. Hashtag logged on. But <laughs> that's not catching I, on. I, <laughs> what? But you guys, I, don't, I mean, you guys play games. You guys are gamers, and you didn't like. Everyone was using Glizzy. Like, if you go on Twitch, it was like Glizzy. Oh, he loves he loves Glizzy. You want to eat some Glizzies? Uh, like it, everything was Glizzy. This Glizzy that. I don't know I'll where you guys were. I missed a lot of memes of it. Honestly, it was definitely a hot meme of the time. Uh, I think I can picture one of someone said biting into a a wild glizzy and it was like one of these like i don't know it was like a weed or something and like he bit into it and then it was like this like ever flowing amount of like weeds that were like coming out of his mouth i don't know almost kind of reminds me of like a a dandelion but like infinite dandelions and he was immediately disappointed uh and to be honest the first thing i thought about was not hot dogs i thought glizzies were referring to penises all summer of 2020 well, that's part of the joke. Part of the joke is that you can use glizzies to refer to a penis. Ah, so, I see. Wait and a second. Also, I didn't know that. Wow, nested joke. Did you really yeah. not know that? I, th- I literally thought it was just hot dogs. Have you guys seen the wow. videos of, of people like at a like at a barbecue? Like younger people that are aware of like hot dogs and the joke of, you know, they're phallic shaped and they're like hide them like they'll put their hand over their mouth while eating a glizzy so like no one can like record them eating a hot dog <laughs> they don't uh, even want to be I, I missed that well you know what i i'm glad that and so if you haven't guessed yet or if you really don't understand context clues a glizzy is a hot dog we did not know that at the time i i didn't think Nafis knew that either but apparently he did he saw some memes or, or something like that so I'm glad we know this now. I'm glad we got you on here to discuss very important topics so far, such as John McAfee uh, and Glizzies. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I I feel like the term Glizzy, it just escaped me at the time. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what other memes I've missed, but Glizzy was definitely one of them. Uh, but we've certainly incorporated it now. Uh, so real quick, I, I think we should move on to some of the other tech topics. We get into our main one. I, I think we've talked about Glizzy's probably further than we should have. But um, one, one thing I wanted to follow up from our last episode is we talked about Instagram, how it's hard to post links on Instagram. Uh, one thing I didn't mention is the ways that you can post links on Instagram now. And I just wanted to follow up there and say the only way you can have the – and you might have seen it on a story, like swipe up. Uh, like, you know, people say swipe up on the story to like go here to like learn more, etc. You can only get that, I believe, if you're a verified profile or if you have 10,000 uh, followers. So obviously, that's not easy for the average person to do. So that's the one way to do it. The other way is if you own an Instagram shop or a or some type of e-commerce there, uh, you're able to do that as well with a call to action. And then lastly, uh, you can do it through Instagram TV. If you upload any type of video to Instagram TV, you can add a call to action, but it's a different type of post type actually. So not at all something that you know would work for everything. But once they do have a link one, we will actually be able to, everyone will be able to do that. They're testing it now. So a little update there. Uh, on the Facebook side, wanted to run through one other thing. So 
our anonymous listener number one. Uh, I'm sure you're very much aware of how Twitter threads work since you are very um, very in tune with Twitter and glizzies and what's memed at, at the time. Hashtag logged on. Yeah. Hashtag, what was the hashtag that's going to catch on? Ha- uh, hashtag logged on, baby. Oh, logged on. All right. So hashtag logged on on Twitter. Uh, so Facebook's been logged on to what Twitter's been doing. And they are going to have threads as well for their post. So they're testing it right now. So if you're following, you know, some page on Facebook, you love checking Facebook, you know, there's multiple posts, multiple updates, someone could thread them together, just like Twitter, baby. So Facebook is stealing that too. They're stealing everything. Podcasts, we talked about it on our previous episodes, clubhouse like rooms. So they're, they're stealing everything they can inside right now. Other thing. So Gary, or, or to the whole group here. Uh, what do you think some of the best things in life are that, that just last for three minutes? Um, eating glizzies. Pooping. Wow. Ooh, that's a good one. Obviously, you have an answer. What, what, what lasts for three minutes? Um, this really stressing you out, this question. It is stressing me out. It is really stressing me out. I feel I'm like so you're looking stressed. for a specific answer. Can you just... Or you have um, one that you don't want to say. Um, I have one, but it would be... It would be me overestimating my own ability. Um, what? Sexual activities. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I see. All of those are valid answers for your, yourselves. Uh, but TikToks are now three minutes long instead of the cap Whoa. of 60 seconds in one minute. Uh, so I know you guys are all using TikTok. You know, get on there. Three minute long videos. You'll start seeing them. Uh, you know, more content, more dancing, uh, more things to learn on there. Very good. Uh, but that's kind of a uh, little bit slow with the Newsweek. Uh, oh, one other thing, I guess, was the Robin Hood thing. And they were fined like $70 million total for all the, the BS they did with the meme stocks, which certainly affected me. You know, I had some AMC stock I couldn't sell immediately. You know, GME, a lot of people. Were you guys affected by that when they did all that th- stuff? Uh, so guys- I was affected indirectly. So I wasn't um, trying to trade in the meme stocks using my Robin Hood account, but I had had money transferred in there. And after, you know, I saw all of this debacle with the meme stocks, I was like, all right, fuck this exchange. I'm going to pull out. And it was really difficult for me to pull my money out of the exchange, like for a while. And then I like reached out to support, support offered nothing for weeks. And then eventually I was able to pull my money out. But I I was severely disappointed. I felt like my money was held hostage. Yeah, I traded some of the meme stocks and I was disappointed that they cratered the stock price when they... uh didn't allow yeah. buying, but they allowed selling. But that's neither here nor there. Did Robinhood take a big hit on that? Did, did they ever come saying that they lost users? Or I would imagine. They Honestly, did. I don't think so. No, they've been like one of the best years. I, did you just you just cut out an office? Yeah, repeat uh, that. I was saying office. they're having one of the best years ever. They are doing just fine. Yeah. I think they're trying to go public now, right? They they are going public. Yeah, they actually just okay. announced it. So it's this seventy million dollars. They don't give a shit. They're like, yeah, okay, whatever. We're going public, baby. Things are good. We got crypto on here now. $40 billion IPO. And and the thing is with Robinhood and crypto, like they don't, you don't even own the crypto when you buy it on there. Like you're essentially just fronting it for them to buy and hold and then they're selling it at whatever price. Like it's, it's not even like you can exchange it to a wallet if that if that's my understanding. Gary, you might know that better than I do. I don't know that specifically about Robinhood, but if you, if you hold crypto on any exchange, then frankly, you don't truly own it you should always send it off exchange if it's a significant amount very good we'll need to talk about that more in a future episode with crypto uh which i've been long teasing uh probably everyone is waiting for it 
Uh, but what I'm everyone sure is also waiting for is our main topic, which was actually submitted by anonymous listener number one, uh, which is password managers. What a great way to make life easier. Nafis, what do you got for us? What's up with password managers? Give us a little high level of what a password manager is, what the use case is, and just start us off here, baby. Perfect. So a password manager, simple program that stores your passwords for all the plethora of websites that you're visiting uh, and makes it easy for you to you know, essentially input that data whenever you're on a website. So I think most people are very familiar with like Google Chrome or whatever browser that you're using, saving your passwords, and then it's got that autofill sort of functionality. Um, it's very similar to that, a little bit more secure in that sense. So um, if I'm not mistaken, so I use LastPass as like a password manager. I use LastPass Premium specifically. Charlie, I think you use that too, right? That's correct. Okay, cool. So um, I started using LastPass in general, honestly, as a recommendation from Charlie. Um, and uh, at first, what it kind of drew me into it is, you know, I work on sort of like IT end of our company. Um, I've got 50 plus passwords just for, you know, company related stuff. So that just helped me kind of keep tabs on everything. And then as I continued to use it, it worked more in my personal life. Um, so I'm going to give some general use cases of where it is really fluid. So LastPass in particular is like a, it's a Chrome extension. So um, if you use any, like there's all these different extensions for Chrome. It's almost got its own app store. You can log into it. You have like your master password. And then you've got this vault full of different passwords. So whenever you go to a website, um, let's say you're going to Facebook, uh, your favorite website to go on to see, you know, pictures of dogs and, you know, other type of material, um, you log in and, you know, if you have LastPass enabled, something that's going to pop up in the upper right is going to say, hey, do you want to save your login credentials? And you can click no or you can click yes and it'll save those credentials for later. So next time you visit Facebook, um, it'll allow you to populate that information without having you type all of that stuff in. Now, um, additionally, you can also have multiple logins for the same website. So if you know Charlie happened to log in on my computer and he clicked yes on that thing, then I would be able to log in with Charlie's credentials. Um, probably a dumb move on Charlie's part. Uh, hopefully he's reading the prompt that comes up, but otherwise I can log in as him. Um, now, why I use LastPass Premium, um, it's just very convenient that it stores all of my passwords across all of my devices. So let's say my iPhone, iPad, if I had a laptop, whatever, what have you, all I have to do is really just like log in and it has all my passwords ready to go. And this is perfect for anyone that is always forgetting their passwords. They have different passwords for everything. Or even if it's the opposite, where they have the same password for everything. And the reason why this is so helpful is you can start to make yourself more secure by actually having different passwords for everything and not having to worry about remembering it and what it is. So I personally have known a lot of people that have struggled with issues with passwords. I tried to turn them on to LastPass or another solution. Uh, some people are receptive to it. Some people aren't. But everyone that is really actually adopting and uses it. I would say generally favors it, uh, especially, so we use LastPass. There's a few other ones we'll go over as well, but it it, it really is seamless, like Nav has said. You, on iPhone, if you have Face ID, you could just use your face to unlock, to log into your bank, for example, like the banking app. 
face ID fills in the the password for you. You can go in. If you have to log into something on your mobile web browser, instead of typing in and going through the whole form, you can do it there as well. Any device you have, it's all seamless. So it, it really, yeah, it's super smooth, super seamless. Uh, but but novice, I, what's interesting is when we were looking into some of these before this episode, it seems like LastPass has lost a lot of favor with people. Like I personally enjoy it. I, I still use it. I have no issues. But they did move, I think, from really being kind of like a free service to more of a paid one. Is that right? And, and that's what a lot yes, of the hate exactly. comes from. So that, that's a good point to men, mention there, Charlie. So um, as I mentioned earlier, Charlie got me onto this when I was using it. It was on this sort of freemium model. Um, now, at the time, I didn't really see any reason to transfer to like a, a premium thing. I think there was like a couple of drawbacks, like the number of folders you can make for organization, which you can kind of work around. Not the biggest deal in the whole world. You just have bigger buckets of passwords and stuff like that, whatever. Um, but it was only, I think it was a few months ago, it's cl- closer to the beginning of this year, where they sort of just transitioned users over to using the premium version. Um, I'm sure they lost a ton of, you know, essentially users on that regard. But me personally, I ended up purchasing it. Um, and not only that, you know, I, you know, to give you an idea of like the cost, I would say one, they were giving a discount. I think that still might be available to a certain degree, but it was like 25% off if you get it. And then also there's another service called Rockyton, which Charlie, I'll let you give a preface on that in just a moment. But Rockyton allowed me to get also an additional 40% off. So overall, I spent like $16 for the whole year to get the service to log all my passwords for essentially every single thing that I use. And not only just that, like I also save family members' passwords. So when I'm helping my mother with stuff and going into different services, I have all of that stuff logged in, saved forever. So that way, whenever she needs help again... Um, I don't need to get frustrated sitting next to her and being like, oh my God, you don't even know your password to this. I guess we have to go ahead and reset it. It's like, no, I've got everything ready to go. Let's, let's get stuff done. So I assume I have a couple questions. First of all, I assume that since, you know, you are logging in automatically with these passwords, you would just want to make it the most ridiculous, like scrambled mess, uh, that you possibly could. Like ideally you wouldn't even know any of your passwords. Yeah. So that's a great question, Gary. Uh, I think, Yes, that would be the most secure thing to do. And there's even a feature for LastPass, and I'm sure the other managers have this as well, where it'll randomly generate like extremely oh, yeah. secure yeah. version of whatever you don't even I know. I use that very automatically. Often. So for me, I actually Charlie don't use not. that. Uh, the the method I use for passwords, and I'm going to try to give an example without overcomplicating it. So essentially, I have like a, a custom like formula, if you will, for how to make a password for any website. And I'm going to come up with a fake formula here uh, just as an example. So let's say the the website is Instagram.com, right? I might come up with a formula that says, okay, whatever the last five letters are of the website name, which is Instagram, right? So that would be A-G-R-A-M, right? So I would take those five letters. That would be maybe part of my password. Maybe I always have an at symbol and a money sign. And then these three numbers that are always the same, right? So the constant is is already unique being like exclamation point, money sign, and these three numbers I've chosen. Uh, but what's always different is this random formula I've made up based on the website name. So it sounds very complicated, 
But once you actually come up with this formula, you'll one, never forget your password because you'll know the formula that you use for any website. You'll go to the website if you have to reset it, et cetera, if LastPass or whatever you use doesn't work. And two, it's very secure. It's like, like you will know this, but no one else can ever like actually figure this out unless you tell them the formula. And I did not just reveal my formula, by the way. I made no, a bunch of I'm going to go try a bunch of passwords. stuff now. But anyway, so the other thing I was going to ask is obviously uh, you don't want someone to gain access to your LastPass because then you can yes. be pretty fucked. Uh, so how do you yes. secure the LastPass itself or whatever service you use? Well, so, I mean, uh, I'll answer first, Charlie. Um, you just, I mean, I just use a secure password that no one else uses. Uh, or like n- that so I it's don't just use, a sorry, there's not, not no a second else. backup or anything like that there's, like a like a token or like two factor so authentication two factor yeah to to log in which is highly recommended of course but the way so how LastPass works and how a lot of them work is it's an extension in your web browser so like a Chrome extension or it's an app if you're using a device right so once you have that installed you, there's a few things that you know can be security flaws if you're not careful with stuff. If you're using a public computer that's shared, right, or, you know, and your your Chrome is always logged in, uh, for example, right? So someone could easily go onto your Chrome and, and get on your passwords if your computer is easily yeah. accessible. If that's not the case, if you're very good with locking your computer, if you, if you always, you know, log out of Chrome, for example, I don't know if people do that, then like, okay, like then that's not as much of a problem. But there's also settings too, where like with each session, like, you know, it'll automatically log you out or it'll log you out in intervals and you'd have to re-log in. So there's a lot of ways to combat that if that's a concern. But I, I think the, the main thing is you would need to have a really solid, strong password, like Nafa said, unique to just that. And also make sure you have two-factor turned on. But but it is – I think that is a little bit of a risk. That's a good point that you raised, Gary. But I think the benefits do outweigh it because you are essentially giving yourself a much more secure password for every other website. You're not using the same password. You're not writing it down. I feel like we all know someone that probably has a little book that writes down their passwords in. I know my father does that. It drives me crazy. I think I've started to get him more into the technical realm in terms of using like a password manager. But but yeah, I, I think it's it's a definitely, I think the pros outweigh the cons for sure. There are also other alternatives for if you want to, uh, like I think I've heard of something called a YubiKey that's like yes, a physical yeah. thing that you plug into your computer. Like if I was extra paranoid and I didn't want anybody to ever have access to my last pass. Um, I feel like you definitely have a YubiKey. Are you considering I, I it? actually do not, but I'm considering one. I, I would one. tell you that there's like YubiKey features with LastPass. I don't use them myself, but that's like a, it's a feature as a part of it. Oh, uh, didn't know that. Yeah. So like what makes that different? Like, do you, do you know, like, like it's just like a physical device, like a USB stick almost, or like what, what is a UB stick or whatever I, it was called? I think it's something that has to be plugged into the computer while you're attempting to log in. Right. So it's like a key. Yeah. It's a physical thing. That's I guess that, that would be another layer, but what if you lose that key? Then you're kind of screwed. Um, I don't you, know. You, you would hope to remember sure Apple Air master, tags on those bad boys. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> your master password. There's also a couple of other things they integrate with, but um to give you some more info, um LastPass is not the only password manager. Um mm-hmm. you know, honestly, so when I did some research, I was quite surprised that it didn't rank up towards the top. Um 
Now I feel almost a little guilty for, you know, just spending money, six, a whole $16 for the entire year for this. But um, there's a couple more that, you know, come right to the top. Um, the ones that I see consistently at the top are one password, um, which is with the number one at the front and then Dashlane. Um, and what I found interesting actually about Dashlane is Dashlane's been out for a while too. Um, and they have a desktop application, but they actually seem to be almost converting into the same model that LastPass has been using where, um, they're throwing away the desktop app. They're throwing away the support for it and making people push over to a Chrome extension, uh, or just any sort of browser extension that's available. Um, and I think it's probably following the same line as LastPass where they just want to acquire as many users as possible and then probably switch over to like a premium model. So what LastPass ended up doing is you could use like, you know, probably a large number of devices, more than you own, and sync over all your passwords. And then ultimately what ended up happening is they cut that feature off. So you could still use LastPass, you still had all your passwords and everything saved, but I could only use it on my desktop and if I switched over to a mobile device like my iPhone or something, then I'd have to re-log in. It would kind of log me out of my other device and be sort of a problem. And once that happened, I was like, all right, screw this. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and pay for it, whatever, uh, mm-hmm. and have access to the platform. So it's definitely going to disgruntle some people, like without a doubt, especially for people who might be paying for this Dashlane premium and losing this desktop program that they're used to. But I think it's going to help them get more more users. But um, essentially the point of it, LastPass is not your only bet. There's things, again, like 1Password, Dashlane. Those are available. Those are also top rated. Personally, I'm probably going to stick with LastPass. It hasn't failed me yet. It's been probably one of the greatest things I've done for myself in the last year, like easily. And I think it's funny, um, Charlie, you might have mentioned this before, where a lot of people are very quick to go get like a Starbucks coffee or something, but they're completely against, you know, spending some money on something like this, like a, an application yeah. that's got some sort of monthly charge or if you pay all up front for it where it can just really optimize your life. Like for me, 16 bucks to make sure I can get into whatever I need to get into very efficiently all the time without having to reset my password 20 times, totally worth it. So anonymous listener, would you rather get like a nice, uh, maybe a really nice launch, all the fixings or get a year's worth of a password uh, manager here? All the fixings? All the I, fixings, baby. I, well, I the one that I, I have keeper and it, it, I actually only have it on my phone right now. And I've been, um, that's where I've been mostly using it. I, I fall into the group of having the same password for everything, and I and I definitely wanted to change that. I I, I think I am gonna upgrade to the uh, premium so I can put it on the computer. I yeah, I enjoy the the ease of of the password manager copying stuff to the clipboard, and I I do use the random generator too. So I'll make it like thirty five characters long. <laughs> Nice. So your so password is no ever... not just Glizzy McGuire anymore for everything. Now it's no. just random <laughs> it's, numbers. It's hashtag logged on. Nice. You know, exclamations. Dollar signs. Seven. You already know what it is. I cannot wait to log into your Twitter later tonight. It's going to be a hell of a time. Okay. Just well, don't open. <laughs> won't open them. Well, I think that was a lot of information on the password manager. 
Thank you, Nafis. Uh, and really would recommend this for anyone. I, I think if you if you don't utilize something like this, and one thing that may come up as well is, you know, Google Chrome has this integrated in the platform. I think Apple does for Safari and everyone else. Those really aren't that good. They're not that secure. And they also work in other devices and platforms seamlessly. So very important, highly recommended by all of us. Uh, but yeah, that really rounds out our episode. So Gary, we're glad you could join us again. We really did miss you. Uh, we also appreciated your thoughts so on the sad. episode four without you. So that was nice to hear that you like the intro song. It's, yeah, it's good to be back. Yeah, anonymous listener, what did you think of the new intro song from episode four? You like that banner? That thing was a banger. Like you, I, I feel like oh, it wasn't yeah. acknowledged enough. You guys just came in over it, and that thing was slapping. I, right, well, I feel like it, uh, well, listeners, you will have heard it already, but I am going to be up in that bad boy at the beginning of this episode. You already heard it. You already know what it is. We are going to be getting a lot more bass to start the episode, and in just a moment here after this beautiful outro I'm about to give you all. But thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you joining us for episode five. Uh, we've gotten so much feedback. We've gotten lots of recommendations, topics. We have anonymous listeners left and right. They're sending us voice memos. They're joining the podcast. We appreciate all the love. Uh, you know, if you want to support us, continue following us on Instagram or follow us. You know, comment on our posts. Let us know what you think, good or bad. We don't care if we suck. Just tell us. It's all good. Uh, don't do that on Apple Podcasts, though. When you go on Apple Podcasts and you go to Not To Be Technical, just give us five stars and write a nice little review. You know, we're, we're not we're pretty nice guys. You know, we're just sharing some news, having some fun, trying to share some laughs with you. You know, don't, you know, don't say anything too mean there. But Instagram, go for it. We're good for it. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. <laughs>